0: Carlsbad: People, Purpose and Impact. An essential podcast for those who live, work, visit and play in Carlsbad. Good afternoon and welcome everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the President and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce and I am your host today. And I'm excited to have with me Teresa Barnes from Hear Communications. Teresa is the founder of that organization. Teresa, thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much, Brett, for having me here.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to jump right into this stuff. Um, No beating around the bush. You've had hearing loss ever since birth. Is that correct?
1: That's correct, yes.
0: So you were born with hearing loss, but at the age of 22, you had... A wonderful advancement. You had some medical prosthetic device that was implanted. So tell us about that process.
1: Well, at age 22, I had already finished nursing school. Mm -hmm. And I basically, another ICU nurse, so intensive care room nurse, said, I think you need to go still get your hearing aid. Uh, You need to get your hearing check. So I was still under my dad's health insurance. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go down to an army base when my dad was Navy. And uh, the corpsman or the medic or whatever they're called, he informed me I was deaf according to his test. Mm. And I looked at him and I said, well, <laughs> I can hear you, and as I'm yeah. going okay in the hierarchy of things, I, um, an RN is higher than somebody, yeah. a tech person that does that. So I decided to go ahead and get a hearing aids, and it was the most amazing thing. Wow. I get goosebumps even as I say this, yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot of years, but I heard birds for the first time. I heard chirping for the first time. I could hear people gossiping or whispering with one another. So it wow. boosted my self-esteem, my self-confidence. Yeah. I also, on a funny story, I went one night to work in the intensive care unit and I told that same nurse that recommended I get them, I said, hey, I have them in. She said, great, how are they working for you? I said, well, I'm hearing a very loud Sound and I don't have a clue as to what it is. And I said, Well, once we get these patients stable, I was tr- head nurse or charge nurse, we called them back then. Yeah. I said, um, Once we get the patients stabilized, let's go around and find that sound. So, what that sound was, was an old fashioned heater or radiator, mm. you know? So that's what it that's was because awesome. we figured it couldn't be snakes because we were on the 15th floor. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. so, so, since I got my it's self-esteem and self-confidence boosted up. I moved back to San Diego, which is my hometown. I got married to a cardiologist, mm. had two children, mm. and took them and several of their little friends uh, skiing on a winter ski break yeah. up in Mammoth Mountain. And that's where this all started. Yeah. Some giant man hit me from behind. Mm. And then he blamed me mm. for the accident. When I, once I got up and knew I was okay, I said, did you see me? And he belligerently yelled back at me, didn't I hear him yell to the right? Well, no, you don't wear $5,000 hearing aids on a ski slope because sure. you'll lose them if you even lean sideways. Uh, and I'm I'm not deaf, so therefore right. I didn't wear a deaf sign. They have those. But I created this sign, has hearing loss, so people who are hard of hearing can wear something like this. So it's an ear with a question mark to let pe- to give visibility to people yeah. that have a hearing loss. So, yes, and I had someone at one of your Carlsbad Chamber meetings that told me the other day at the museum. He informed me that he could hear that I had a hearing loss because I'm missing some of my vowels and consonants. So that's not a cute little accent. That's actually a speech banana defect.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's, but that's amazing. You made it all the way through nursing school with these different, these hearing challenges before you know, you were able to get the device to help you here um, and yet graduate high school, graduated with a nursing degree. I mean, and we're working as a nurse all before you got help. Right. I mean, that's, that tenacity <laughs> is phenomenal. And you were working as a charge nurse in the ICU, right? Right. And yeah. where, where was that hospital?
1: That was back in Richmond, Virginia. It's Virginia. called Medical uh, VCU. Okay. It's now VCU, but it used to be MCV. Yeah. So they change, you sure. know, like everything yeah. changes. But MTV at that time. So
0: back in uh, Virginia, I figured it was Richmond, Virginia. In yeah, Richmond, Virginia. I figured it wasn't here, you know, locally. When you were talking about the hissing of some, you know, furnace or (laughs) (laughs) radio. that wouldn't have been a California uh, thing. But how phenomenal was it when you first got those? When you got the implants and the prosthetic devices, and you could hear the birds chirp, you could hear all these things that you didn't even know were oh, out
1: there. It brought joy to my heart, joy to my mind. and and it's the kind of thing that you don't know what you don't hear yeah. because you just don't hear it. You you know, know it so no, it was it was very um, empowering. yeah, I personally feel that everyone should do their a hearing test, even if they do it online. There's MD like medical doctor free hearing test online mm. where you can do it with your children. You know where nobody needs to a know. A hearing
0: test online that's for free. Accurate. For that's... free.
1: Well, it may not be as good as going into an audiologist. Sure. But at the same time, it gives you a clue. Like kind of like that new. Um, I think it's called antigen test for COVID. Okay. Okay. So if you're sneezing, do you have COVID or you just have the flu? Right. You know. So do you have a hearing loss? Or is it just selective hearing where you're not hearing your wife? Right.
0: (laughs) I've been accused of that.
1: (laughs) Most men have. (laughs) So so therefore, you can go online, MD, free hearing test. And many of the other uh, companies like Starkey, they they all have a test somewhere.
0: MD, free hearing test.
1: Medical doctor, free hearing test.
0: .com or, .org dot .com or
1: or yeah, dot .com, yeah, .com. Yeah. That's a dot .com.
0: Oh, well, that's great. I had no idea. So um, you got your implants, you're hearing things you never heard before, and then the ski accident that you just referenced happens, you know, and the, the gentleman wants to blame you for him plowing through you, and that launches you onto this new phase of life, this new journey to advocate for those with hearing challenges. So... What year was that, was the ski accident?
1: Well, I don't honestly remember the exact year, but my children were pretty young, and I personally was going through a divorce at the time, mm-hmm. so I was trying to decide whether i go back and be an emergency room department manager, because that's what I did yeah. right before, you know, I did ICU back in Richmond, and I did, the, um, did emergency medicine here in California. Yeah. And so, no, I decided I would go ahead and do this. So since then, I've written a book. Yes. Sound advice. Tune into listening. And I've been plowing along on this project for a while, Brett. But I know that it's a mission from God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I thank you very much for being a hearing-friendly business uh, trained and certified. Yeah. And I think the world is ready for it now because now Dr. Frank Lynn did a study where 20% of the population has a hearing loss. Mm-hmm. So if you extrapolate that number, that's 65 million. Mm-hmm. And now the boomers, you know, we're they the millennials did overtake us as far as generationals go, but um, but the boomers are a missed trillion dollar, missed market niche. And the vast majority of them do wear some type of hearing aids sure. that need certain services in businesses.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's talk about some of those different aspects that um, that you brought up. So first of all, you created this cool symbol that you talked about for-
1: Federally registered.
0: Federally registered symbol. <laughs> and that's to bring awareness. So you, you, of course, you had your example on the ski slope, but you've told me before, there's other examples. Somebody could wear it while they're cycling. Somebody could wear it. I mean, there's a whole lot of places that many of us just assume if we give a verbal cue that it's gonna be received- and we might not know, right, that somebody's got hearing challenges. We're getting
1: ready to do the Veterans Park here in Carlsbad, that's just one little minor example. But the thing would, you simply would have a, a, like a road sign, Mm -hmm. and you'd simply say, um, hearing loss person ahead, Mm -hmm. you know, to let people know. Use this ear with a question mark. And then if I have on my back the same logo that's on my front, And once you see that, you know that if you were to be bicycling or if you were to be motocrossing down the hill or using some of those electric bikes that are like motorbikes, you know, up on the hill, then they could do that equally. So if you have a customer who comes in at any one of the car dealerships here in Carlsbad, you instantly can know, I can teach you how to recognize the signs of somebody that has a hearing loss. You would take them, you would have a space in your office or in your building yeah. that would simply be a hearing-friendly space. So the decimal levels would be at least 72 or lower. It would have uh, 500 lux for lighting. The person would notice me face to face, and we with hearing loss would see that sign as we walk in and go, "Oh, they're a hearing-friendly place. that would like to include me and help me spend part of my trillion dollars because that's the the hearing loss community is worth 1.7 trillion dollars
0: 1.7 so a trillion with the t
1: with the t that's
0: a yeah, big yeah. number
1: it is it is a giant number i don't know how many zeros are behind that but it's quite a few
0: <laughs> yeah uh, it's, yeah knowing that it's a t versus a b yeah. versus an yeah, m yeah, that yeah. that tells
1: us it's a and big number and then i know you have younger children
0: yes but
1: the world health organization says that hearing loss starts at 25 decibels i have a almost 57 and 59 hearing loss, which is almost to the severe level. But a child who has um, even mild hearing loss, they're missing their vowels and consonants. Mm -hmm. So the teachers need to have some sort of help with this as well and to be able to recognize the signs and then to have reserved seating Mm -hmm. for in board meetings and auditoriums and theaters And they're fighting right now in New York City to get closed captioning universally uh, in all the theaters. Ah. So, I mean, some people don't like it, but they don't need to go to the movies then if they don't like it. So,
0: so big financial opportunity. And you and I have talked before, one of the arenas where this um, financial opportunity exists from the business side if the businesses were to make themselves just a little bit more aware and a little bit more attentive to the concepts that you were just mentioning, like reduced stimuli, both verbal and our auditorial and uh, visual would be restaurants, right? So um, you've shared before that it, it certain restaurants, you just can't, and I'm not here to name names, but you just can't you can't frequent because of the stimuli. So share what a restaurant could do if they wanted to be more, um, more accommodating to folks with mm-hmm. hearing loss.
1: Well, number one, hearing loss is a communication disability. So there's three of them. There's sight. Uh, speech, and hearing. So those are the three communication disabilities. I don't know if you heard about the Nike lawsuit. Oh, yes. Well, that was our first hard-of-hearing lawsuit. Okay. All the rest have been from the deaf. This okay. was a hard-of-hearing one. The woman has severe hearing loss. Okay. And so she went to go buy shoes at Nike in San Diego. Oh, it's <laughs> a local lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she requested that they wear transparent mask, Uh, and then they wouldn't do it, they wouldn't do it, they wouldn't do it. And so Nike basically did accommodate by getting their employees to wear transparent masks now. Uh, I've had two incidences on a personal level where Scripps Hospital, you know, I mean, they even once COVID is done, in emergency rooms and in operating rooms, they need to wear transparent masks. So the 20% who walk in can hear. So with restaurants, it's the same principle applies. And believe it or not, the Nike lawsuit was in an eater magazine, which I frequent because I have been a California Restaurant Association member. And so what my services are about is to help you reduce the risk of being sued <laughs> yeah. because we just don't need to go through what the people went through. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, we just don't yeah. need that. There is a clause that if it's a small business and it's going to be a real hardship for them that they don't have to do it. But simply you simply have your uh, host or hostess, you know, be trained on how to recognize somebody with hearing loss. We're usually staring at you. We've scanned the whole room. We usually, um, a person that's hard of hearing will normally go, uh, will normally be independent, to so by themselves, or even with just one other person, because it's hard for them to socialize currently, okay? Yeah. They're required by law to have what's called looping, <laughs> which we did discuss before. Yeah. And I'm becoming a distributor for audio directions where you can just put a pad in a seat. And then therefore, it can instantly go into a person's hearing aid or cochlear implant. So it has the capability or the technology to do both. And then they wouldn't want to sit the person near um, a serving station. They wouldn't want to put them near the door. They wouldn't want to put them next to a window (laughs) because sound reverberates off and then you can't hear. And then the other thing is, is once you have been trained to recognize somebody, then you can also just take your telephone and you can use your telephone for a thing called live transcribe, which is instant captioning. You can put a device right in the center of the table, kind of like OWL, Yeah. you know, so kind of like that so everybody can hear equally. And then there's also, um, with the loop, people with cochlear implants, they all have T-coils. And so T-coils just was an old thing that we had with hearing aids. Not all hearing aids have them these days because many of the more expensive brands have Bluetooth. Mm. But all cochlear implants, they don't have Bluetooth, they only have T-coils. So, (laughs) and this is the group, you know, the ones that are severe and on that are suing. So you want to make it as user friendly for them. There's a couple of restaurants here in town that I've been given the names by the people, but they won't go to them because the noise level is really high. Yeah. I hope I don't embarrass you, but I know you're a proud grandfather before I say that. Yeah, very. (laughs) So uh, this is a World Health Organization stat also. 90% of the deaf babies, so babies that have no hearing or need to have cochlear implants put in, uh, they they all have, the majority of them, 90%, have hearing parents. So is that because the new little pregnant millennial mama does not know about the fact that sound over 85 decibels or sound in, say, a restaurant that's 85 decibels for eight hours can insidiously wipe out your cochlear hair cells. So it's damaging the employees so they can't retain the employees, you know, so, yeah. and then it may be damaging a future generation's uh, hearing.
0: So we are talking today with Teresa Barnes from Hear Communications. We're going to take a brief pause, and we're going to come back and talk about the book that she mentioned earlier, Sound Advice, Tune into Listening. And at the moment, though, we're going to take a break to hear from our sponsor. So, Teresa, tell us about the book that you published. First of all, when did you publish Sound Advice?
1: Sound Advice was published in 2018.
0: Okay, so fairly recent. Yeah,
1: it's on Amazon. Yep. And um, Dennis Waitley, I don't know if you know him, but he wrote uh, The Psychology of Winning. He was just mentioned this morning at another program I was at with uh, John Astraff. Mm-hmm. And he is one of those thought leaders that were before his time. We'll just sure. put it that way. But he says that I'm the voice of hearing. Yeah. And so I'm not just about hearing loss. I'm about in that book, I tell you what you can do to conserve your hearing. Mm-hmm. So it's not just loud noise, right. you know, but you can eat foods that can reduce and improve hearing loss. You also, um, there are over 200 toxic, and auto is just the Latin word for ear, it's simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> so autotoxic medications and oh, even, good. yeah, medications. Yeah, so I mean medications, as well as I don't know what you shave with, But if you shave with any product, or if your wife puts on any makeup that has sodium lauryl sulfate in it, or shampoo that has sodium lauryl sulfate in it, uh, or use cleaning products that have sodium lauryl sulfate in it, and that sodium lauryl sulfate has 22 different chemical names. (laughs) And and I've even bought a shampoo product that it said sulfate-free. And then me being who I am, I flipped it over. And there was that word, the real word, just the one word, sodium lauryl sulfate. So online, there is a uh, group of people that are advocates, and it's—I forgot—I don't have the exact name, but I'll send it to you later. Sure. But it's something like sodium lauryl uh, sulfate-free mm-hmm. products. You know, so they list a bunch of products that are. But that's something that's another one of those things like smoking. Yeah, and I'm going to skip for just a minute because. Dr. Daniel Fink is um, a uh, MD who got tinnitus or tinnitus ringing in the ears for going into a noisy restaurant during New Year's Eve. You know, his wife, the obstetrician, told him not to go, but he went anyway. And so he uh, is an advocate, and he has a group called the Quiet Coalition, and they're back east, even though he lives up in Hollywood. And he believes, and he's been in the New York Times for Noise is a new secondhand smoke. So, if we can think of that and then also think of something as simple as what kind of toothpaste did you use this morning? The best one to use is pro enamel. So, that that one has no, it doesn't have any one of the 22 different chemical names of sodium lol sulfate. Mm. So, wow. yeah, you didn't know that, right? <laughs> but, I didn't. And yeah, so this is all yeah, stuff yeah. in your book. Yeah, yeah. But in that book, I also teach managers what they need to do. And mm. I have a new course coming out called Hearing Loss, uh, Equality and in tra- Training for Managers, so that we can get the workforce up for what they need to do to reduce ADA lawsuits, but also to retain those employees and to keep in the book, it talked about productivity, we're losing 105 billion dollars annually globally by not addressing hearing loss issues or hearing problems as well as it's the number it's the third worst chronic uh, health disease after arthritis and heart problems wow. which most people don't even think of hearing but no. hearing hearing is the gateway to health so hearing loss if you don't address it and wear your medical prosthetic devices, which is a new way to think of them. Yeah. Uh, so they're not implanted. In my case, mine are just in my ear, where I take them out when I choose to. Gotcha. You know. So, um, but it's just a new concept. So instead of thinking as hearing aids, let's think of them while your ear organ is broken. That's written in the book. Why not wear something wonderful, like a medical prosthetic device, to keep you? connected with society to help you thrive, to help you maybe not get heart problems. They did a research study on 84 different articles the other day, well, a research paper that I saw, and uh, they're claiming now that probably heart problems may be caused from that. Dementia has been listed for a long time. Alzheimer's has been listed for a long time, as well as diabetes, because People do get depressed if they don't address hearing loss, It yeah. just and then they're Makes isolated, sense. and everybody knows what it was like to be isolated in 2020, so yeah. that's what people with hearing loss experience all the time, Yeah, and most people aren't like I am. Most people are a little bit more um, withdrawn.
0: Mm-hmm. You are definitely not withdrawn, which is
1: <laughs> no. good.
0: That's why you're perfectly situated to be advocating for this. Um, oh, that's great. Um, so... So you have your book, you have new trainings you're developing. And so, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you, you have a service with your business that you will come in and advise businesses on how to um, become hearing friendly. And it's both for, you know, monetary, like, you know, to capture that market of the business that um, does have hearing loss and is looking for businesses that cater them but also to protect themselves so they don't end up at the wrong end of a lawsuit.
1: Yeah, we're doing something new, and that's going to start mm-hmm. in 22. Okay. So that's where it's at. But we're doing quick ADA, communication disabilities ass- assessments. Okay. And so if, we, if you're not somewhere within 50 miles or 100 miles, then we can easily do that on Zoom. So it can be done that way. So we don't necessarily need to have it done. I have done assessments in the past for hearing-friendly business training to, you know, and then I just tell the person what they need in advance so that they can assess the room for me. So it's kind of a joint effort. So sometimes there's a decrease in cost for that. But we are charging 1225 for that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have the uh, lapel pins so people can wear them. We're also coming out with a new device, and that is just called the better hearing device. So it's simply for those people who will not wear hearing aids. <laughs> Because there are some, (laughs) it's simply a pin that has the ear with the logo on it, and it has an amplifying device on the back. Mm. You know, so therefore, um, hearing aids, even though they've come a long ways from the horn, (laughs) the ear horn, they're not really that comfortable. You know, and um, even myself, when I had this procedure done on Tuesday, my skin around my head is just a little bit more swollen than normal. So therefore, it's my skin is just squeezing down on the hearing aid. Mm. And so if I came home after a full day of eight hours or 12 hours, um, even in a hospital situation, then the first thing I'd want to do is take out my hearing aid. Gotcha. So, so I can stay connected with my family. I could simply wear something like this. Mm. And then some people, if they have waited for over seven years, because that's how long it takes the average person to say, Oh, I need hearing aids. <laughs> Seven years. Wow. Seven, no, I mean no, the family has been saying, "Dad, yeah. you know, could you yeah. get hearing aids?" Or, "Mom, you know, you're really not hearing what I'm saying," or whatever. Right. You know, or maybe you have a teenager that um, you think they're just being rude uh, because they're not responding. <laughs> and maybe it's just a hearing loss. Yeah. I mean, because it's it's one out of five. You know. Yeah. Well, we did have to. We're near Camp Pendleton, and we did have two point two million. Middle Eastern vets come back from the um, from the war mm-hmm. with hearing loss yeah. and I will be training in Camp Pendleton in January oh, also good. so that's another venue Yeah. provided the new virus doesn't overtake me again you know, sure. so I was right. supposed to train l- this year but they said they couldn't let anybody on the base you know, right. so I'm like okay fine
0: yeah hopefully we'll get back to that normal stuff right as normal
1: well, as we can be or the, or this yeah. may be the new norm who knows for sure
0: yeah <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, um, I appreciate you coming down, taking the time to kind of share with us your passion and all the different services you have. Have we missed anything that you wanted to make sure we covered?
1: Well, I want to just make sure that people, the money is important, but what's even more important is the quality of life, you know, and hearing loss can determine what your quality of life is. That's why it's considered a disability. So if you have someone who is maybe above um, 70 or 80 and they've needed to wear hearing aids for a while, then the hearing aids may not work. Mm. So that's the bottom line. So you can get FN receivers to help with that, you know, and you can even put them in your car where Mm. one person wears an earbud or a headset and the other person wears one, and you can still converse. So for those people who are... You know, above 70, we'll just, yeah. we'll make that the new norm. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. uh, and then it's the kind of thing that I really do want to help you out, and I need yeah. your help as well, because the current numbers are one out of five mm. for people who have hearing loss. That number by 2030, which... You know, we're just a few years away. away. Yeah. It's going to be one out of four, mm. except if somehow or another we don't stop the silent tsunami. So I would love to uh, get into corporations. I would love to train. I would love to give keynotes yeah. so that they can let their their employees know so they can retain them money-wise. Sure. But then also, so once that training is done, it can compound effect or butterfly out into the, into the communities so those young employees can teach great-grandpa Eddie what he needs and then at the same time teach their children. So maybe we can stop this next pandemic that's supposed to happen with hearing loss. So not, yeah. not COVID-related, but hearing loss. Mm-hmm. So I think that's about it. But you can reach me. Yeah, how can
0: people reach you? What's the easiest way?
1: Well, the easiest and most direct way is 760-717-8190. That is a text telephone. And then business wise, it's T Barnes, B A R N E S, like the bookstore. At here, that's H E A R, so like you're hearing, yeah. communications.com. And then I'm also on LinkedIn, and that's here, Teresa Barnes, R N, and that is simply T E R E S A, so no H, and that's Instagram and everything. Nice. And then if you have a problem, then you can always reach out to the staff here at Carlsbad mm-hmm. Chamber because yes. I am a member they can find me through you.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we can connect. We can connect anybody. So <laughs> not a problem. Well, thank you again for taking the time to come down. I really appreciate it and appreciate your passion for this. And uh, hopefully, you know, some more businesses will take you up on your services and we'll get more you know businesses that are accommodating and um and from my perspective i'm really big on them protecting themselves from getting sued too which is a passion of yours so hopefully they'll do both so thank you teresa thank you thanks for joining us on our carlsbad people purpose and impact podcast today if you enjoyed it please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio and please tell a friend We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill,
1: and makes you feel great.